guys, we're back with another episode of Just Winging It. It's your girl Osa and your girl Idia, yeah. and we are wrapping up 2019, the yes. end of a decade. Of how do you feel about that? Um, honestly, like I'm not really big on like the greatest, yeah. the the most popular thing, like things of that nature, because it's been going all over social media and stuff like that. But how do you feel about the um, end of the decade for you? Like the that's end- what I'm saying. Like oh, I, I, I gotcha. don't really know how to sort of verbalize how i'm feeling i'm just grateful that i'm alive and i'm amen. healthy almost amen. wealthy amen um, and you know by god's grace we'll be seeing the new year amen. so that's all that matters to me you know like the list and shit is like yeah. you know it's subjective same you know? um you know i feel like a lot has changed mm-hmm. um my decade it was you know great i graduated and Period. Did all types of stuff and Period. became a mom and, and a wife. Yeah, and got married. <laughs> a secondary. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm joking. Um, yeah, made new friends and yes. like. Oh, okay. See so the way you mm, put it. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Made sorry. new I'm friends. Sorry. You know. You know. I didn't cut off any, but you know, let go of you know some some <laughs> old loose <I> ends. <laughs> Love some loose ends that just weren't worth saving and. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I feel good. I'm, good. I feel good about 2020. Yeah, for I sure. I think it's the gonna be decade. good. Like I think the the whole aspect of everything being new or rebirth, yeah. just like new everything. I feel mm-hmm. like that's really good. And you know, so all you bitches who caught the bodies, reset. Uh, Hold your belly button for ten and seconds and reset. Nine. Eight. Your wholeness it will six, be deleted. Five. Four. <laughs> three. Two. One, you have zero bodies. You zero. are a virgin again. A virgin. Just keep doing your kegels and you'll be fine. <laughs> nah, but I, the way you put it, it makes me rethink what I just said. I'm sorry, y'all. So everybody mm. that I, you know, I felt. <laughs> you found love. She did find. Play Elsa. Elsa found. Delete, 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 nah. delete, 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 all that shit. Elsa found Mr. Biggs. <laughs> Mr. Biggs. <laughs> I'm Carrie. Okay. Nah, but um, yeah, like. This decade was really interesting, to say the least. You did know? you think you would be where you are? Like, did you think no, you would have a business? I did not see myself as a business owner. I did not see myself as like doing social media and like communications and stuff like that. I saw myself being a doctor, mm. a pediatric cardiologist, to be precise. Mm-hmm. But you know, life happens. Yeah. <laughs> Man plans and God laughs. Um, but yeah, I will say that this this decade has definitely been. A roller coaster, but I think more than anything, anything it has definitely like definitely taught me like just the value in like in life and you know owning up to your responsibility and doing taking what you have to do, taking accountability, mm-hmm. um, friendship, love, vulnerability. I think in this decade I have Ooh. been the most vulnerable in my, than I have been in my entire life. Like, uh, yeah. Um, learning communication skills because that's super important Mm -hmm. whether it's with your friends family members your loved ones relationships whatever um yeah i think this this decade has definitely been just a decade of lessons more than anything yeah Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Decade of lessons. Decade of lessons. Speaking of lessons, no, yeah. I'm joking. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that about that. I feel like t- this decade has made me to be accountable, to be very accountable, to be very transparent, Whew. to care about my feelings and like to actually verbalize how I feel yes. instead of like holding in blowing and up. blowing up. <laughs> it's like, no, you know what, Idia, you don't have to wait a week. You mm. know, like 
say it. I'll wait a few hours, but you still gonna hear. I'm gonna still say it. Or or um, what was I gonna say? Sorry, (laughs) the ghetto. (laughs) Or um, you know, not cutting off, but like letting go friends who are emotionally abusive to you. Mm. Um, you know, I've I dealt with a lot of that. Like people who you speak to. You know, you speak to someone regular, all of a sudden they just stop talking to you. And then, like, eight months later, they're like, oh, hey, girl. And it's like, no, bitch. Like, that's fucking, like. Don't ghost me as Don't a ghost me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like because you're going through something. Right. Um, so I've I've learned to, like, just let go of those. And I'm, I'm keeping my circle very, very tight. Okay. In 2020. Um, speaking of friends, since we're kind of doing, like, some sort of reflection, mm-hmm. how do you feel about people crossing boundaries when it comes to friendship? Oh, God. Um, because for me, recently, um, one of my friends hit me up and was like, hey, like, let's go grab drinks. Me, you, this person, and this person. Mm-hmm. And one of the this persons, I'm not friends with. And I already, mm. you know sent a little group chat text like hey if you're gonna do anything and this person's gonna be here please do not invite me because i will not feel comfortable in that space and that's just what it is that's a boundary of mine Mm -hmm. and i felt like that person sort of disrespected my boundary that had that had been set maybe initially they thought when i sent that first group text it was going to be like a joke or whatever we're going to make Oh, you probably got over it oh i got over it no no ma'am i'm good hmm so how you know, do I feel about that? So how do you feel about people, um, cut, you know, disrespecting your boundaries? Whether yeah. they know they exist or they don't know they exist. So some people, I was just having this conversation with my friend the other day. Um, some people don't understand fully. Um, like they probably feel like, oh, like Osa's not going to take it that seriously. So she, she's just going to come for drinks. Like I think she'll be cordial. Like I don't think no. they... <laughs> Sometimes they don't put into account of no, like like your legit feelings or like how the the impact will be after the fact. Right, because if I feel away mm-hmm. and there's a mood and there's a vibe and it's like I don't mm-hmm. really want to get myself into that. And, or or they're trying to be that friend who feels like they can probably you know mend a relationship that was broken. If you especially if you guys have a history, they probably felt like oh Sorry maybe to that friend that friend could walk past you don't me. Know. And I don't even know who that friend is. Well, it's as well. <laughs> Osa is working on it. But I'm working on my. She's working on it. She's working, working on it. I, you know, we we have long talks about that. Um, but sorry, the question was for you. <laughs> How do you feel about people disrespecting your boundaries? Oh, disrespecting my boundaries. Yes. Oh, so this year in particular, that's very personal to me. Um, mm. I'm I'm not standing for that. Um, because let me tell you something. You let somebody disrespect your boundary one time, they will continue to do that shit over and over and over and over again. And I'm at the point where if I'm respectful to you, I'm 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 expecting a little bit of respect. I don't need you to, you know, do the same that I do for you, but just a little bit. Like just mm-hmm. just 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 have some type of regard right. of my feelings. Um but it seems like really people really don't give a fuck about they that. Don't. So I mean, with that being said, I'm not gonna change how I am because niggas don't give a fuck about my boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna okay. I'm I'm gonna just take mental notes and be like, okay, <clears throat> I don't have to have this bitch around. Period. Period. But I, I just feel like that's like sucky because, especially if it, if you are that friend that is very considerate of people and how they feel and you know everyone's not gonna be the type of friend you are. And I just feel and like that's, that's something fact. that we have to like learn like. There was an episode of The Housewives, I think it was last week, and um, 
Cynthia was getting engaged, and Kenya, Kenya basically beautiful woman, but so stupid. Semi sabotaged it. Um, basically, they were at an event, and <coughs> it was Cynthia's wine opening. Yes. Ba- um, her yeah, her yeah. wine, her wine shop opening, mm-hmm. and her man was gonna propose. Her man was gonna propose. He gave a little hint to Candy, like, "Hey, stick around." Mm-hmm. Candy texts Kenya, like, "Hey, hurry up because I think Mike might be proposing." And then you're gonna go up to to Cynthia and be like, "I think Mike's proposing tonight." Like, bitch, you knew the whole thing. Don't do she that. She basically tried to steal the moment. The moment you you mm-hmm. pulled a Nini, and that's it. And the and for me, that's that's stepping a bound. That's overstepping a boundary. Um. And people like that needs to be dealt with accordingly. Mm-hmm. Like conversation needs to be had. Um, stop fucking inviting toxic ass people to your events. Stop fucking. Stop feeling like because you guys have been friends for twenty five years that they have to stick around when they've been treating you like shit. Hmm. Like these people don't have no care in the world about your feelings. Why keep them around? That's so fact. Why? <laughs> well, India had the last word. <laughs> I ain't got time. Tw- uh, listen, twenty twenty is listen. I ain't, I, don't, I don't have time. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for the fuckery. Speaking of not being here for the fuckery. Oh my god, Segway mommy. <laughs> you know how I do. Period. So I wanted to ask you, um, between these two options, what matters the most to you? The way that people perceive you or the way that people talk about you. That kind of sounds just like the same, but a perception could be like, you know, I think it is. I know what you mean. Like, it is a bitch. And then in reality, like, they're probably saying, like, she's like the sweetest girl in the world. The way people talk about me. Mm -hmm. I feel like the way people talk about you is, because people can perceive you to be a certain way. And then when they get to know you, like, oh, shit, like, she's really not like like that. Um, So I feel like when people talk about you, when you it sticks more Mm -hmm. because when you say bad things to like a random person about so-and-so that person's gonna look at me and be like oh i don't really want to get to know this bitch like that like she's she's a fucking a fucking asshole i don't want she's a cunt i don't want to be her i don't i don't want i don't i don't want to link with her but it's like even if she looks good, little looks nice, doesn't mean... You know what I mean? Oh, that's right. weird. I don't know. Because for me, I, like, I always think of, like, reality shows, and especially, like, the Housewives and stuff like that, and, you know, they'll bring, like, a new friend into the group, mm. and they'll be like, oh, like, you know, this person's like this, and this person's like that, and it's like, don't really give a preconceived notion about yeah. the person. Let that person kind of, like, you know, make their own judgment of People that person. People do that all the time. People do, but I, I don't like that. I don't do that. Yeah. Because for me, I'm just like, oh, this is my friend, this is whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever judgment you make of that I person. I trust your judgment. And if you're my friend, you should know that I hang out with cool girl, people. Let me tell you, I'm, so I'm going on a girl's <laughs> trip and um, my friend, I only know like maybe like two people that are going on the trip, but I don't know the other the other girls who are coming, but I'm not going to be the type to be like, oh, hey, like who's mm, coming? Who's coming? Or like, how's, who's that? <laughs> like, how is she? And this is, a, it's like, for me, it's like, if we're friends, like I'm, I legit, I'm going to trust your judgment on your, and we're going to celebrate you. It's yeah, not about like, me or the other less. person, you know? Yeah. So I am big on like how people speak of you. I think reputation is mm-hmm. very important. important. Um, and yeah, your name is important too. Like, cause you know, mm-hmm. People can perceive, like for me, people always see me and be like, oh, you got, you know, a resting bitch face or whatever. Wrinkles. <laughs> no wrinkles, bitch. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to save those. I don't want any wrinkles. Thank, Thank you, you, ma'am. Um, and then when they meet me in, in person and, you know, they have their own 
they're they make their own judgment of me they're like oh you're cool you're funny blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so it's like we're human we always have preconceived notions about people we always have a perception about people we always make judgments about people it's like inevitable nobody here can say like i don't talk shit about people because we all do mm-hmm. but now the extent of what you do is like what kind of determines how you are as a person in mm-hmm. my opinion mm-hmm. like we can be shady little cute light shade fun shade fun shade and then there's like really digging at someone's personality mm-hmm. and, and who they are um so that was like you know, just a little, little, little question I have for you, you know? Yeah, I like that. Put, put into perspective, you know? Hmm. Don't really judge people based on what you think. Judge on what you know. Yeah. Period. And I have a question for Ooh. you. From world tour. <laughs> Damn, that sounds like, I sound, I sound like Elmo. Like Elmo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what do you want to change about yourself in 2020? Wow. Mm. Wow, wow. Because, well, you know, everyone have these goals and everyone have like, these these expectations and stuff like that. What do oh, you I already know. Time management. <laughs> My time management You've been is... good, though. I've been good at I've good. been trying, but it could be better. I'm a huge procrastinator, and it's really, really horrible. Um, and every year, I'm always like, I'm going to be on time. I'm going to be on time. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, besides that, I think I also want to be, like, more health conscious. Like, mm-hmm. this year, I just slacked. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do a juice cleanse three days. I'll be fine. Like, no, bitch, let the, let the donuts go. Stay away, from, <laughs> stay away from the coffee, the happy hour mm-hmm. at Starbucks or, you know, Dunkin' Donuts. Like, and really make more health conscious mm-hmm. decisions as to like what i'm putting in my body the physical activity i'm you know engage, engaging or involving myself in stuff like that i feel like that when i'm 25 like i shouldn't i should be like in the best shape of my life i should be yep. having the flyest bangingest body so time management and like just like being more health conscious and i'm gonna hold myself accountable accountable for that so yeah i like that what about yourself madame oh <sighs> <laughs> What do I want to change? I want to get. I want to. I feel like I've, I've been. I've been okay. I've been getting there. I want to have more control over my emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I want to basically not let things get to me to the point where I'm like emotionally drained, emotion like like physically emotional. Um, I don't want it to like, you know, I don't want certain things to get the best of me and just ruin my day mm. because I feel like that could happen sometime. Like I get really caught, like if, if something really bothers me, I get really caught up and that shit will just stick to me. And I'm just like, yo, like I fucking hate this shit. And I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. I don't mm. want to be able to just, okay, this happened. All right. Cool. Wet my hands and just let it go. But do you feel like, one, do you feel like you'll be able to do that? Um, um. Uh, maybe I, I want to be realistic. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna say. Maybe um, I'm trying. Um, so we'll see. And my second question is: Do you feel like you'll be getting anything done by doing that? Yeah. Um, I think I'll be able to communicate more efficiently mm-hmm. because the emotion, the emotional aspect is removed. Mm. I feel like sometimes when I'm super emotional, that my message sometimes gets clouded and. It gets a little weird and like the way I feel doesn't come across properly. But when I take out the emotion, um, it's different. Hmm. And you know what? Sometimes it is important to kind of be more logical than it is to be more emotional. Mm-hmm. Like you like it's like you kinda of have a put a business mind put put a business minded kind of like 
aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Because like when you're in, you know, in a business room or a meeting or whatever, like emotions are out the door. It's mm-hmm. all about facts. It's all about logistics. It's all about, you know, the transactional experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're emotional, things get clouded. You get, you know, the judgment gets clouded and things of that nature. So I think that's a very interesting approach. Best of luck, girl. Thanks, girl. <laughs> I wish you all the best because it's hard. Hmm. It's know? not easy. It is not. But we trying now. We are trying, honey. So I have a little video for y'all. <gasps> so I want y'all to listen or whatever. This is by Monica, the singer. So she has a little statement for us to listen to. So let's just... Let's... Typically when people find out that their mate is cheating, they will blame the other person more harshly than their mate. And I just find that to be insane. The commitment that you've made and... The, the requirements and the responsibility of taking care of the other person's heart only belongs to your mate. Yeah, it's nobody that's going to meet somebody that I'm with that don't know that they my somebody. That's right. But they still really don't owe me what the person that I'm with does. Mm-hmm. So I don't spend a lot of time. I, I may get some information from or be resourceful towards or maybe want to just know a little bit about, but I'm not confronting or running up on um, somebody else has been with. Some experience is the greatest teacher, and you learn um, to whom you can be responsible for, and the first person is yourself. So I'm not going to do anything at this stage in my life that's going to take me from my kid. Mm. So <clears throat> that was a little snippet from Pastor Monica. Um, what are your thoughts, sister? <laughs> I I completely agree, one hundred. I do find that a lot a lot of my friends who have dealt with infidelity, um, usually blame the girl and usually or, in situa- guy. or guy. Well, no, they usually blame the girl more. They're like, oh, she. No, I'm knew- saying if it's a man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really know. have a lot of male friends that <laughs> go through that. So I'm talking about the girls. Um. <laughs> No, but the girls. The, the, girl. the girls are harsher on the other woman. And they feel as though, oh, well, that bitch should have known that he had a girl or he, he she's seen me on his page and seen me on his stories and blah, 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 blah. It was bullshit. No. Niggas be lying. Niggas will tell you, oh, I'm... It's we complicated. Ha- it's complicated. We ain't really together like that. We just co-parenting. Yeah, and it's just like, no, like... <laughs> Stop doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hold your nigga accountable at the end of the day. Hmm. Niggas ain't shit, but, you know, whatever. Um, what about you? I'm, I'm I'm a very firm believer in holding your partner accountable. So that's where Miss Monica and I agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also that, like, real small little percentage of, like, some people knowing that you are in a relationship and mm. will sometimes intentionally... Try to sabotage the situation. Now, how they get to sabotage is going to be on your partner. So, of course, more of the responsibility is on your partner mm-hmm. than it is on the other person. Because you, we all get tempted. We all get tempted. We all have temptations, whatever they may be. We mm-hmm. all have them. Now, it's upon us to give that temptation power to act on that temptation, to actually be involved in that temptation. Mm-hmm. If I'm making an agreement a covenant, uh, 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 a vow between, you know, someone and myself hmm. as to, you know, whether we're just boyfriend and girlfriend, that's still a, a, still a partnership. It's still, it's still, mm-hmm. a, it's still an agreement. Mm-hmm. So I would hope that 
whomever I'm with would respect me enough to be like, you know what? She's worth more than what I'm about to do. Hmm. Or he's worth more than what I'm about to do. This, this 20, 30, 45, two hours, however long. Moment, Five minutes. <laughs> moment, God forbid, Jesus Lord. Of, unless it's a cookie. <laughs> but, uh, of pleasure should not be so delicious in my mouth. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. <laughs> for me to, you know, literally break what I've been building for however long. Mm-hmm. And if you see things like that in that perspective, it really makes you rethink a lot of things. Like I said, we all get tempted. You see a little cute little shorty. Well, you see a you see a little fine brother, but and you know they're making advances towards you, whatever. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you should act up, upon that. You should AMI should be like, you know what, my girl home right now. This ain't it. This this is not it. You know, but a lot of people don't have that mindset. Nope. So, you know, to each their own. They have enough foresight. They don't because at the end of the day, oh, it was the devil. The devil was the one that was using me. Nah, like it was your penis. Mm. It was your vagina. <laughs> it was all of that. The pussy was throbbing. The dick was jerking. <laughs> and before you know it. I'm finished. You talking about you got chlamydia. Go. Oh, not the clown. Get, get, get away with this from me, Apollo. Oh, my God. Stop. So, but, <clears throat> speaking yeah. of chlamydia. <laughs> oh, child. No, I'm joking. Woo-hoo, good, good. Tested, y'all. It's a new year. Let's go. <laughs> We deleting bodies, not STDs. Thank you. Because yeah. a lot of y'all, we joke on social media. We like to have fun. But y'all need to get checked. Period. Just because <laughs> y'all not seeing that many HIV PSAs going around don't mean that shit is gone. Hmm. Just because people's taking PrEP and they're undetectable Ooh. and et cetera, et cetera, that don't, that don't mean it's gone. Mm. Just because she, you know, she cute or whatever. Don't mean she don't got, you know, stage stuff. two or what oh, is it? God. Is it stage two? No, it's gonorrhea. No, not gonorrhea. Herpes simplex two. Simplex two. Oh my God. Y'all need to stop playing with yourselves. Y'all need, if y'all are very sexually active, three months. Every three months. Get it checked out. Every quarter. Get it checked out. Because you, you know what? has nobody. You know they show for face. Mm-hmm. Okay? And your health is super important. Health and well. even if you do have anything, it's not a death sentence. Thankfully, with technology and advancements. Madam Osa. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> no, but thank you. know, plus people when, think, when they hear yeah. HIV, they're like, oh, I'm going to die. No, you can literally live a, a, a healthy life. But you also have to be aware. I'm saying all of this because I just watched MTV Sugar. Yeah, me too. So, you Such know. Sometimes you just need that, that cute little refresher, <laughs> okay? HIV is real. He's real. And STIs are as well. So, yes. get your life. So, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, not speaking of all of that <laughs> stuff, but moving along. Um, so, Osa and I have watched a short film. Oh, yes. Yes. Link down below. Link down below. It's called um, Fractured. Fractured. He's actually, so the guy, the main character in the movie is, was actually like my neighbor. For like ten years in America, mm-hmm. oh, hey, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he, I experienced my first house party and my first Corona at his house. Not Corona. Shout child, out to Mister Caribbean. I was like fourteen years old, but Charlie, whatever. I, I was. You welcome. did have a bit of an American. I was. Accent. I was welcome with, with open arms. We sound good. But um, <laughs> so I want to talk about the situation in the movie. So this couple was married for five years, and they were actively trying was to. Was it two? No, it was five years. I think it was two years. Was it two years? Yeah, girl. Oh my bad, two years. Yeah, you done skipped and My bad. You know the mother would have brought another. They were married woman. for two years, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get pregnant. Yes. 
Um, long story short, the wife went and got checked and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you know, the doctor suggested that the husband gets checked to make sure everything is okay. So the wife was like, you know, my doctor said you should go and get checked just to see if everything is okay so we can move forward. The husband goes, gets checked, and he finds out he is actually infertile. Yeah. Meaning he cannot have children. It's His like, sperm count is actually very low. It's very, 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 very low. If he has a baby, it's a miracle. That's what they were saying. Ciao. And there was like a procedure that was um, allocated to them and it didn't work. Hmm. His sperm count was super low. So at the end, they the situation was, are you going to stay or are you going to go? So Osa... <laughs> Oh. God forbid, idiot! Why did I know you? Let me not. Right, let me not use you. If a friend hit you up and was like, "Hey, Osa, you know me and you know Wait. Jack have been trying Jack. Jack and Jill. for two years to have a baby, and we just found mm-hmm. out that he, he's infertile. What should I do? What advice would you give your friend who is dealing with a man who is infertile?" Well, I first would like to preface this by saying that I am not no psychologist, no psychotherapist. You're just I a friend. I ain't no doctor. You got to say these things to certain people because you just never no, no, know. No. You know, I ain't one to tell you what you're to do. Just, you're just the friend of the situation. So we would have to assess the situation. Um, you know, that, have you, what, what assessment? No, no, no. The look, doctors have been seen. Everything has been seen. He has the surgery. But we can also get a second opinion. That's also what very if they important. Did that? Okay, now what about adoption? Is that something that they're open mm. to? If that's not on the table and that they are not open to that, I don't want to raise anybody else's kid, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. Then I would have to ask my friend, hmm. do you want to have children? Yes. Okay, cool. Are you willing to be in a relationship for, let's just say, for the rest of your life without having children? Would you be okay with that? And, and I would have to sort of ask cer- cer- um, certain reflective questions, mm. you know, because I don't want to do the thinking for them. They have to do the thinking for themselves. I'm not going to be like, you should say you should go. But what if they're so burnt out? They're so <clears throat> emotionally drained. Like, they've tried everything. They've done everything. And they're just at their breaking point where they just need a friend to, like, yo, just give me your thoughts it's still on not what my call, I should though. do. It's still not my call. Like... Because situations like that are super, super, super fragile and sensitive, you know? So it's like, you love this person. You've literally built a life with this person. And now all of a sudden you guys have to, you know, split your ways. I can understand if it was, you know, I'm SS and he's SS. I mean, AS. You can do IVF and you can like it. You know, you don't want to have a kid that has sickle cell, whatever. I I guess things like that. Mm -hmm. Now, but when it's literally in one person's hand to like, you cannot father a child or you cannot mother a child. Mm. I I don't know, idiot. I don't. So, I feel like this question is super interesting because if it was the other way around, we wouldn't have this much conversation. Um, I feel like men... I think I would too. I don't know. I, for me, in my opinion, I just feel like men wouldn't have this conversation. Men would already have it, you know, written. written I'm like, you know what? I, I, I want to have children. Um, I don't think this is actually going to work for my lifestyle because you can't have them. Hmm. Real shit. And... That's gonna be the African. and that's gonna be the <laughs> end of the conversation. I feel like sometimes, like I was telling you the other day, I feel like as women, 
we compromise a lot more than men for certain things and certain situations that happen. Like either it be mediocre ass sex. They're like, oh, you know, he provides, he does this. Oh, the sex is at. The sex is at. He would be licking like an envelope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm saying, I'm telling you. Not an envelope. I have, a, I have a friend who's in a relationship with a guy. And <laughs> with a guy, she is just not sexually compatible with him. But and that's my like me. You can, don't ask me for no fucking advice about that. She's always talking about that. She's like, oh, sex is just she like. Needs to go uh. to Tayomi's writing class. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just like, yo, we be settling for mad shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on. But then again, it's like the open lines of communication too. Like, how is their relationship dynamic? How is don't be having conversations before they get married. Well, you have your answer there. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes you have to ask these questions. Like, in the event that we can't blah, 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 what what does that look like for us? You know, where do we go from there? Because if it's like, okay, it's cool. We're only two years in. We don't have that much of, like, an, you mm-hmm. know, obligations to each other. You go your own way. I go mine. Cool. At least we know that from Head Start. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all not having those conversations or, you know, I want kids, I don't want kids. Or I want 10 kids, I want two. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, those are all conversations that people need to have. Aside from finances, it's like, if children are important to both of you, you kind of need to figure out the balance between that. And if the in the event that children don't come up, <coughs> excuse uh, me, mm-hmm. you also need to figure out where you're going to go. Hmm. And I don't blame the women for leaving. Sorry, spoiler alert. Did she leave? She said, I can't do this. And she left. Oh. Girl, you ain't fi- <laughs> Girl. I finished it, but I didn't know she Child. like left. I thought she was saying that in her head because she didn't, she didn't, ver- like she, she was saying it in her head. Like she didn't say it to him. Yeah, but she got up and she walked out. Did, am oh, I bugging? Oh, girl. Let's check Hold it on. after. Wow. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh. I don't, it's a, it's a really, really, like, tough place to be. It's like a, between a, like a rock and a hard place. I know. So, um. What can we do? <clears throat> you know, do what you can. Have those conversations, ladies and gentlemen, because, you, you know, we all love to have fun and everything is sweet and fun mm-hmm. until it ain't. So, yeah, that's a fact. Speaking of things that are not sweet and fun, uh-huh. sorry that segue was not the best for this, but um, George Zimmerman is going. To, oh, it's girl. not going to, but he is suing the um the family, the Martin family, mm-hmm. family for you know defamation of character, all that bullshit. What are your thoughts on that bullshit? <clears throat> I have no thoughts. Um, I think George Zimmerman is a clout chaser. I hate to use that word, but I think he'd really be clout chasing because he's just very, very bored. And he literally has nothing going for himself because he murdered, um, not allegedly, he murdered okay, Trayvon so she Martin. Did leave, my bad. Yeah, right. she, she, he murdered someone's child. <coughs> um, and I think he's trying to basically get paid for it. Hmm. Um, I think that he hates the fact that Trayvon Martin's family is getting, you know, they, they're, they're getting a lot of like, you know, awards and this and that. And like they're making documentaries about him and like making sure that his story is still heard. And honoring his and life. And honoring his life and his away. legacy. And he's upset. And he what wants bitch. a piece of the pie. So I mean, I think it's bullshit, to be honest. I think if more than anything, it's disrespectful to a young black man that lost his life mm-hmm. because 
one thing you can t- you can ask for all the money in the world but you can never get his life back hmm. you can never get his life back and that's the part that's like the most hurtful and i can assume like the family is just going through it right now like how dare you how dare you be disrespectful you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they need to lock his ass up and throw the no, motherfucking key away even if they unlock his ass up the streets will deal with him <laughs> period period and that's on period poop. next question <coughs> so lizzo Mm, not girl at the basketball games is it are we leaving that in 2019 or are we continuing that is it you know is it body loving image what's that word self-loving self-love no the body positivity or is it her doing too much um i think it's <coughs> um i think it's a little bit of both i think lizzo is at the stage where she's sexually and physically free where like she really can care less about what anyone says and like it shows um it shows on her instagram it shows everywhere like, she's cocked over bend over doing all types of shit showing her body showing her ass like that's just it just seems like that's who she is and even when i watched the, the interview on the breakfast club with her i was like oh like she's like legit like really free like that's just mm-hmm. like she it's knows a she's facade, a yeah like act. she knows she's a bad bitch like she knows she looks good mm-hmm. either she be a bigger girl or a smaller girl like yeah so it's like People, I feel like people kind of pick and choose. They're like, oh, kids are there. Y'all niggas don't give a fuck about the kids there. Y'all can care less. I think people are just really upset that the confidence level is just maybe a little too much and uncomfortable for them. From a thicker girl. From a thicker woman. And um, people just don't like to see, let's just say, let's just keep it frank. Fat girls um, showing their ass and quote unquote making a fool of themselves. And, (laughs) and, And probably the public opinion. Yeah. Not mine. Um, because I know people are like, oh, kids are going to be there. You know, she's half naked. I'm like, but what about cheerleaders? What about the cheerleaders that are dancing during the halftime show? What are, what are, oh, okay. I guess it's more tasteful because they're skinny. That's what I'm saying. Now, would I have worn a dress like that with my ass cut out? No. But if you want But you know, to each their own. I just feel like it's none of anyone's fucking business. And it's just like, let people do what they want to do. Let people live their life that they want to live. And that's just that. Like, leave her alone. Yeah. She's comfortable. She's comfortable. And you know what? Because of her comfort, there's another girl that looks like her out there that may not necessarily, like, do the same thing. But they will consider them, you know, they'll start to look at themselves in Mm -hmm. a different way. Like, hey, you know, if Lizzo can go out there in a t-shirt dress with the cutout I can wear a little, you know, mm-hmm. Bermuda short <laughs> or a little Capri, you know? I, I agree. So it, sometimes people have to do outrageous things for other people to sort of like feel better about mm-hmm. themselves, if that makes sense. But I also think she's, she does a lot of this for the... Intentionally. Uncom- intentionally. Yeah. But also for the uncomfortable <clears throat> factor of it all. Um, I think she likes to make people feel uncomfortable because she knows that people just do not like fat women to be half naked. That's just on that. Like, they don't. Niggas be like, ew, oh my God, ew. She a little jiggly. She mad jiggly. She mad. <laughs> like, come on. Are you no. kidding me? They are not kidding you. They are dead ass. Because if it was a Rihanna. First of all, Rihanna wore, what she wore? That little diamond studded thong. That shit was thong. It was cute. Wait, but thong? It was like a thong. It was like a see-through thing. She had a little, little diamond do-rag on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Coachella Yeah. Shit. No, it was that fucking, like, I think it was like the diamond ball. And I'm just like, yo, like. Oh, you mean the sheer dress yeah. with her nipples out and everything? I'm just like, oh, yo, okay, what if Lizzo yeah. did that? Yeah, niggas would be like, Ugh. I mean, 
You'll probably be a part of like you know use a little push up bra, little tape, little a little skims tape. Listen, I'm all for a good motherfucking <laughs> undergarment. I believe a woman should invest in some undergarments Amen. because a lot of you bitches out here on the gram be looking motherfucking crazy, a little sloppy, a little ice creamy on the top. Listen, <laughs> even, ice cream the skinniest cold. of skinniest women need a space. Yes, okay, a, this is smooth. A little bit of support. Lizzo yeah. too, but I'm not taking her confidence away because that's I, I that's just my opinion. Right. I think bitches need. Good bras, but you know, amen. To that's that. not here. Twenty twenty. Please invest in a good bra. A good bra. You don't have to go to Victoria's Secret. You can go to Target. Target got some good bras. Just get size properly. Airy by American Eagle got yeah, some but good them bras. Sizes Frederick Mall, a little La yeah. Perla, mm-hmm. a little Asian perfect per- 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 provocateur. <laughs> if you got the coin, go to motherfucking um, Century Twenty One. Century Twenty One has Boom. all the bras, all the brands. that are phenomenal, yes. um, and just get sized. Yeah. That's it. Period. It's not though. that hard. Because y'all be looking. <clears throat> These saggy titties and I mean. I, I mean. I'm all for the sag. You know? I get it. We don't. We're all not going to be perky and stuff like that. But y'all be fucking killing me. I just. I, for me. If Sorry. You're gonna, body if you're body wear, positivity. No. But if you're wearing a bra already. Just invest in a good one. A better one. <laughs> like that's it. I'm not asking you to change your bra. I be looking at bitches like. Damn, if you could just lift the strap up a little bit. I just want bit. you to adjust the back. Just just a little bit. Just pull it down. Just yeah, a little bit. Because I know? can see the, the separation. Mm. Ciao. Mm, okay. So, I have one more question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Being that we're, you know, we're exiting this year, we're entering a new year. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy or what are your thoughts on vision boards? Like, I know that has been a big trend for, I wouldn't say, like the past five years. You know, you gather with your friends, you cut up some newspapers, you put some stuff in a little cute board, you're mm-hmm. supposed to hang it up and it's supposed to inspire you. Hmm. So what are your thoughts in that? I'm all for it. Let me tell you why. <clears throat> I have a cousin who had a vision board. This is in like 2005, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She was ahead of the game. Yeah. This was like I was a freshman in high school and I went to her apartment and she had a vision board and she had like a Lexus on her thing. She had like a house. She had this. She had she had all types of stuff that, that she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, I remember she used to tell me, and girl, I just came back from work, and I literally, she just literally crossed off the things that she got. Wow. Either, I mean, like, some of the things were materialistic, but who cares? Like, if these are things that you want, and it's on your vision, and these are the things that you want in the future, then go for it. But she literally held herself accountable to every day make sure that she hit certain goals on her vision board, and every time she was done, she would move the the um thing that she achieved and moved it to a different board and then she just kept going and going wow. and going and it took her three years to actually get to the end and it was her um her house and her car come on so i think it, it was it was a legit success story it was like a legit it was like phenomenal to actually like see like damn like niggas is really out here and i it's how interesting is you know at first she had a man on there <laughs> mary and then she got rid of it and she's living her best life now. So oh. she got rid of the toxic, toxic, toxicity. <laughs> and she's, yeah, she's doing great. Well, hello, cousin. Good for you. Teach mm-hmm. us your ways. And I think it's just to show and prove the power of manifestation. Some people call it manifestation. Some people call it speaking into mm-hmm. speaking it into existence. You, you know, the power of your tongue. I call it seeing and believing. <laughs> okay. You got to speak it, honey. Yeah. To believe it. Because um, we really do have power over our lives. And the words that we do speak to each other, to ourselves, you know, are very powerful. A lot of us sometimes are 
pessimistic about things mm. and you know debbie downers about the situations in our lives mm. however you can really change the trajectory trajectory of like you know the way your life is going mm-hmm. you know if today wasn't such a good day that's fine tomorrow will be better and you know what tomorrow might actually be better yeah i agree so i just want to leave y'all with a quick little word you know damn you guys do a vision board then um i'm sorry i'm not cutting up anything i'll just google. I, have, I have old images <clears throat> old magazines we can i don't use. i don't want to cut i'll right. just google image whatever create my i'll use google sheets i feel like you know sometimes when you write when you actually write <laughs> yeah, down your notes true. it's better that like i feel like when, when you cut the things out like you can literally like well we can have a vision see. board party let's do it a little prosecco yeah, little orange I'm juice. Down. Mm, mimosas. Mimosas. A little bellini. A little Let's sparkling do. cider. Let's do it. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, you know, be Any mindful. words? Oh, I was going to say be mindful of, you know, how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others because your words are very powerful. Yes. Love yourself. Um, if you're going to be going out this New Year's Eve be and safe. all that stuff, be safe. Be smart. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing stupid. Stupid. Consent matters. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. Because I'm tired of Virgos. No, I'm sorry. I'm joking. Ah. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, just be mindful of, of what you do and what you mm-hmm. do to yourself and to others. Um, hmm. What are my closing words for 2019? So, Osa and I went to this um, Christmas show at Brooklyn Tabernacle. Oh, yeah. Joy to the world. It was cute. It was cute. But I did take away one thing from there. So for people who want things and they feel like they're um like they're not praying hard enough and stuff like that, and like their prayers are just not being answered, the pastor there said, even if you feel like you cannot pray and your prayers sound childlike, mm-hmm. those are the strongest ones. Mm-hmm. So don't feel, you know. You're not getting to where you need to get because your prayers are weak and this and that. No, like just do the work and, and continue to pray and and just, you know, get the work done and you'll be fine. Amen. 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 That's Amen. not closing word. Just do do what you gotta do. Stay prayed up. Yes. Stay toxic free. Um, let these niggas go. Let the dead ends go. Stop dating niggas with kids. No, Trim the dead ends. Yeah, no, literally and physically. Trim the dead ends. Literally and figuratively. Because yeah. Trim, trim. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the end. Oh that my god. Twenty nineteen. Oh. Well, thank you guys for yes, riding with us always this year. You know how we we'll do. be back next year. Bigger and better. You know, some live shows in the making mm, in the midst so and the horizon. That. Period. Uh, period. So thank you guys. And um and maybe we should slow down on saying the word period. I don't know. Period. Periosity. Menstrual. Menstrual. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all menstrual. Girl power. <laughs> mm, no. I'm sorry. I, I love period. I it too. just it just solidifies everything. Shout out to period. Period. And, and no more free JT because she's out. So free her to those backwards. Huh. Okay. Period. period. All right. And that was just, just me. Bye guys. We're so tired.